At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Been running on a Thursday night from the Circus Sportsbook here in downtown Las Vegas. That gentleman right there, Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray. And Sean, what time is it? Oh, it's time for another blowout in the NBA playoffs. It's winning time. Good Lord Almighty. It is 69 to 52. Golden State leading the Dallas Mavericks in the closing seconds of the second quarter. A little different feel in this game than what we saw last night in the first half. Uh, but the half has arrived, and the Golden State Warriors looking to get back to the NBA Finals for the sixth time in eight years, and they lead by 17 at the break, and they show Clay Thompson walking off the court there, Mr. King, and it is uh, it is vintage Clay. It's Game 6 Clay, even though it's Game 5. However you want to define him, he's been terrific, and the Warriors yeah. are... Five 24 of, minutes away from uh, getting back to the finals. Hey, 5 of 8 from 3, 7 of 11 from the field, 19 points in the game. And I felt like I was on the right track yesterday. Last night on the show, when we were talking about how we were going to approach this game, remember I said I was going to wait. I was going to watch the first four or five minutes of the game, and if Dallas looked like, you know, this was going to be forced to go to game six, then I'd take Dallas money line. But I also – wasn't sure, and I'm glad I waited. <laughs> I'm glad I waited. Yeah, Golden State is, uh, you know, it was one of those things where you started to see a little bit of market um, backing for the Mavericks, at least per the, the movement. Uh, the line moved down to some spots as low as six and a half. But, and, and who knows, we still got a second half of basketball to, to be played here. But uh, the Warriors uh, in their element here at home, kind of like they were, uh, in game six, I think Jim even mentioned it last night, Jim Root on the show, which was he felt this was going to be more like what we saw in game six against the Grizzlies, right? Lose game five uh, against Memphis in embarrassing fashion, and they come home and win. Now, I wouldn't say the Warriors were embarrassed in game four. Yeah, they fought back and made it respectable, but right. they were getting run out of the gym. Yeah, they were then down by 20 second plus. second string came in and made a run, but, you know, again, I didn't think the points were significant. I said either Dallas was going to win outright or Golden State was going to win and cover. I saw very few scenarios, and as you mentioned, the game isn't over, but 
I saw very few scenarios where this was a back and forth contest that you know came down to the last fourth quarter of this game because that's just not how this series has played out. Yeah, it's not really how the the playoffs have been played out uh, all that much. So sixty nine to fifty two at the half. We'll get you the halftime line here momentarily. But Golden State with a seventeen point lead, a forty one point second quarter, Sean, to push them out to that sixty nine. 52 lead. Clay Thompson, as mentioned, 19 points already over his player prop for the game. Uh, that was set at 18 and a half at DraftKings. He has five threes, as Sean alluded, and that is also over his player prop. If you played Steph Curry, uh, well, you got some work to do. and You're not feeling great because he only has five points, but uh, does already have seven assists, which is uh, north of uh, what his player prop was heading into this game. Draymond Green, I feel like Draymond has sneakily been hitting his over on points quite a bit here, Sean. He has had double figures now in four of the five games. And Draymond, not a big scorer. Usually his player prop is in that seven and a half, eight and a half range. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you played some overs on Draymond Green points, you've actually been able to cash that in four of the five games in this series. I just think for him, this is a great matchup situation. I mean, who does Dallas have that's like Draymond? Yeah, that's true. I think his worth or his value or if he is still an elite player will be demonstrated if Boston makes the finals. And he has the extending guard Horford, and he has the box out Robert Williams and and those guys. They play a completely different brand of basketball than Dallas. I can tell you what, man. Grant Williams or Robert Williams against Draymond, that's going to be fun So this will be a different game. That is going to be fun to watch. You have Kevon Looney against uh, Al Horford. So uh, we're already looking ahead to that. Still have basketball to be played. Luka, who has been just uh, spectacular throughout his career, averaging 36.6 points per game in closeout games, only with six points, Sean, uh, here tonight. Two of 12 from the field, 0 of 4 from three. You know, it was interesting because I thought that Golden State, from the very first possession, showed their hand as far as what they were going to do with Luka. They doubled Luka from the time that he crossed half court. You know, he likes to play at the top of the perimeter, at the top of the uh, the key, extended, and they basically ran and double teamed him and, and said, we're going to get the ball out of your hands. He had a couple turnovers that turned into quick points for Golden State. And they kind of just made a statement. Listen, we're, we're going to force others on the Mavs team to, to beat us if you guys are going to win tonight. And as I've been kind of mentioning all throughout the series, they just they just don't have those guys. They can have their moments. Spencer Dinwiddie had a big three at the end of the first quarter. He's had a couple big games, certainly this playoffs. Jalen Brunson's had a couple big games. But over time, you're going to see the skill just not there outside of Luka. So 17-point lead for the Warriors. Uh, we're burying the lead. Because the Carolina Hurricanes continue to be a cash cow. It is, uh, you, you sometimes get worried with these trends, Sean, where it's, you, you, you point it out and you're like, is this going to continue? Yes, it is. Uh, Hurricanes at home, ding. Under in the Rangers Hurricane Series, ding, ding. And uh, you were all over that one. Uh, well done, sir. Followed you on that. Boom. Thank you very much. Uh, three to one Hurricanes win tonight. And uh, before we get into this game, just the Hurricanes in their entirety this postseason, it's amazing. 7-0 at home, plus 17, mm-hmm. 0-5 on the road, minus 13. The trend continues. All five games this series have gone under. All five games have gone to the home team. Hurricanes win tonight 3-1 to over the Rangers. Absolutely. And uh, yesterday, last night on the nightcap, I said Canes and under. Don't overthink it. This is Puck Shadamas talking. Hope you guys followed and made some money and uh, enjoy cashing those tickets. I will say this, though, Tim. This game was paid at, played at a different pace than the first four. 
So maybe the familiarity is starting to showcase itself because I think I got lucky tonight <laughs> on the under. A couple of pucks hit the post. Uh, there was a goal not allowed. It was the proper call. The Rangers were off sides. But I might lay off the under Ooh. in game six simply because this is more of a free skating, more offensive, cre- offensively creative contest. I will be on the Rangers because I do think the home t- team holds court, but I'm not sure yet about the total. Yeah, and they're 10-cent lines uh, here at if Circus. They, if they make it five, because it was five and a half today. It might get there. If they make it five, I may take the over. That way, a 3-2 game covers me. I right. at least get the push. Yeah. Uh, right now, we're sitting at five and a half at Circa, minus 145 to the under, Sean. Mm-hmm. So the threshold usually is around minus 150. Then it will tick down. I'd be very interested to see if we see a five. I, I think we could get there. But there might be smart money thinking, okay, now I could get plus money on over five and a half. Saw the pace like you did tonight, so maybe that is way to look. But... Uh, the Rangers and Carolina right now at most shops, including here at Circa, uh, it's a pick uh, for game number six on Saturday night. Uh, Carolina and the Rangers minus 105 both ways here at Circa with the Rangers and the Carolina Panthers. And, uh, and I you- think that's good value on the Rangers. Okay. Uh, Igor was still pretty good in goal tonight. Um, and the Rangers, they started to show a little more offensive creativity. I know it only manifested itself with one goal, but I think they'll have more confidence. I do love the Rangers in game six, and I wish I could parlay Rangers game six, Hurricanes game seven together. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is how that's going to go. I just, I hope for the sake of this this trend that we could just make it through two series, two consecutive series, Sean, yeah. with the Hurricanes where the home team wins every single game. That would be, uh, well, that'd be quite in, something. It happened in series one with Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Boston and the Hurricanes, it played out that way. It did. Carolina won game seven. And uh, here we go. Here we go. Through five games, the home team has won. So through 12 games this postseason, the home team has won every game that the Carolina home Hurricanes are involved in. Absolutely. And uh, moving forward to tonight's hockey game, Calgary has scored. Okay. Uh, it's interesting because they have generally been up at the end of the first period in uh, the majority of these contests in this series. So. You know, I have Edmonton tonight. Uh, I thought Edmonton would, would come out, and, you know, once the blood started flowing, I feel like Connor McDavid and crew, you know, start putting some pressure, you know, on uh, Jacob Maxren, the goalie from Calgary. But a uh, good job by Calgary coming out. You know, they're at home. They have a lot of pride. It's a very talented hockey team. But, but I do still like uh, Edmonton. I may even in-game bet and double down a little bit on my Edmonton play. Uh, on the baseball diamond, what do you got? Uh, my player today was Yankees run line. Uh, they actually beat Tampa seven to two. I also had the Phillies in the uh, fourth game of their series against the Braves. That just closed out with a four one Phillies win. Now I'm waiting on the Milwaukee Brewers. They are ahead four two. I think we're in the bottom of the seventh. St. Louis just came up to the plate, so hopefully we can get this Brewers game in. I did hedge Tim because I felt like Philly would go ahead and win. I got St. Louis at plus three ninety four. To win outright, so I kind of covered myself in case uh, this uh, Brewers bullpen minus hater uh, falls apart. But hopefully they won't. And yeah. your boy let me down again tonight, by the way. <laughs> who's 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 my your boy? boy? Andrew McCutcheon. He had first and third. <laughs> I don't know how he's my boy outs, now. And he strikes out. I just I'm just telling you historically, he's undefeated as far as not coming through with runners in scoring position. When I've bet on teams that he's a member of, I have no idea how. Me saying, I like Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, I think he's a good boy. Boy. He, he's, he's my guy. Yeah. yeah. It's the best thing. Now you got to get that little 
charm. One has the best, other has the friends. I mean, Andrew McCutcheon is two for four tonight with an RBI. Yeah, but he, he just he just had an RBI single in the fourth to add to your lead there. In the second, in, he struck out with guys on first and third. Do you, I mean, do you understand what I'm, this guy is hoping that his crazy baseball parlay comes home? It's not crazy. He's he's angry with Andrew McCutcheon, who just helped increase the lead for the Brewers in the fourth inning. I don't sound angry. I don't look angry. Look, cheekbone structure looks correct. Smile is nice as always. I simply was illuminating the fact that in the second, he didn't do anything. My boy, Andrew McCutcheon, Sean, is two for four tonight with an RBI in the game that you're betting. Get another one, Drew. Let's go, baby. (laughs) It's the Nightcap. We'll take a look at the second half line out in the Bay Area next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at Zen.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Second half about to start. In uh, the Bay Area, second half line, Dallas minus one and a half. Do you see some life here from the Mavs, Sean? Do they cover that second half point spread? So what they would be full game is plus 17. Yeah, I see, a, I see a lot of life. I mean, it's people everywhere. People look smiles on their faces. <laughs> you know, it's a packed arena. I think they like Chase better than they like the Oracle. <laughs> you yeah. think so? Yeah. Uh, as far as what I wager on the Mavs, nah. <laughs> You've conceded <laughs> hey, on. Reggie Miller may have the ugliest suit-tie-shirt combination I've is, ever seen. That is something there. Hey, that is, wow. He got dressed in the dark. That's what my dad used to say. <laughs> Put on them crazy outfits. 
Yeah, I'm not touching that game. Like I said, my only you giving up on your you're waving the white flag on your well, Dallas I, bet. I didn't give up. I well, just, I'm a realist. There's nothing you could do. Yeah, it's, you've already made the bet. Yeah, I had my you approach tonight was first four minutes of the game. I'm watching see, um, and then I go from there. And I didn't like what I saw, so I'm just stay away. Bad pre-flop bet by me. So once again, uh, Dallas is uh, minus one and a half for the second half. So meaning they are uh, plus seventeen and a half for the full game. Uh, if you bet the over tonight, you're in pretty good shape. The pre-flop over closed at 215, Sean. You had 121 points in the first half. You're looking at a second half line of 105 and a half. So add that up. That's 226 and a half uh, for the total for the game at this point in time. Uh, so in decent shape if you rolled with the over at 215 at close. So second half underway. We'll see if uh, the Warriors have, or excuse me, the Mavericks show some life here and uh, try to uh, close out and uh, avoid getting eliminated. But certainly looks like the Warriors will have a, a week off, Sean, mm-hmm. and they won't have to travel. I mean, that is a, it's a pretty nice spot to they be They have in. home court in the finals over Boston? Over Boston, not Miami. Gotcha. Yeah, so um, let me just double-check that. Definitely have it over Boston. Let me just double-check if they have it over uh, Miami. I believe... They have the identical record. I don't know who has the tiebreak. Yeah, I but thought they was close. Yeah, both Miami and uh, uh, Golden State were fifty-three and twenty-nine in the regular season. I wonder what season. the tiebreaker would be. I don't know. Might be. If anyone knows, let us know. Uh, we can look it up during the break uh, as well. But so, uh, I don't think Miami's getting there. So I don't know if we have to worry about a tiebreaker. You think? Well, I think the game tomorrow goes sort of similar to the game tonight. I think the better team kind of just does what they're supposed to do on their home court and. You know, people can go ahead and start making travel plans. Warriors have, Warriors home, have court. home court. Thank you, Aaron. Okay. Appreciate that. So, Warriors, regardless of the outcome. So, let's take a look West at... West Coast bias. Let's take a look at tomorrow. <laughs> hey, we're on the West Coast now, Sean. We, we should have that. I yeah. didn't say it like a bad thing. <laughs> By the way, I like your jacket. Man. Thank You're you. You're looking sharp tonight. You know what this is? This is my wedding suit. Ooh. Yeah, nine years up. ago, baby. You still wear it. Still wear it. Yeah. Got a little, yeah, look at that. Yeah, I got mine, but... uh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, probably not gonna try and put that on anytime soon. Thank you, appreciate it. You look good, man. The, going the tan look. Yeah, you know? it's summertime. It's but. hot, by the way. If you guys are coming to Vegas, you don't need to bring any jackets. It's a little toasty. Yeah, it's gonna. Ch- it messes my golf up. Did you play golf today? No. Oh. Because now you have to get out by you know six, seven o'clock, and that's just not conducive with my late night cigar sessions. So when it was kind of nippy, that was beautiful for me because I could wait till the sun come out, you know, get out 10, 30, 11, get around in, you know, and, and it was perfect. But now I got I to make some adjustments. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. You know who doesn't like the heat? Your golf game and my dog. Oh, he's miserable. Your dog lives in the house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't believe in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would they invent dog houses if they wanted dogs to live in people's houses? Just let that sink in for a second. I don't know one person in my life that has a dog that doesn't live in their house. I know. It's crazy because when I grew up, I had dogs. I had a Doberman Pinscher. I had a uh, Labrador Retriever. I think I'd let my... my, all my dogs were outdoor dogs. They lived outside. I think I'd let my first baby live outside in this heat? Yeah. uh, Come on now. Well, I mean, I I wasn't living in Vegas either. Drove across country with them. It's my guy. Like... My dogs were dog dogs. You know, they like to chase squirrels. and now He chases squirrels yeah. and deer. Well, he doesn't do it here. There are no deer. Those kind of things. You can't do that in the house. No. Yeah, but you, you take them on hikes and things like I that. I would love for someone to, like, where was that tipping point? Because there was a time when dogs were outside 
pets. They weren't inside. <laughs> now all of a sudden it's like you go to somebody's house, roo, 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 big old yeah. Rottweiler running to the door like, you don't got no backyard? That's like, right. Jesus. Well, plenty he of people. bite. I know because I'm not coming in until you put him up. <laughs> yeah, there's a, the, uh, I had a, I, in my old neighborhood, there was a cop that, that lived in a neighborhood and uh, people always asked him, what's the best security system? He said, four legs and fur. You're right. Well, most people have dogs live in the house. They're really not going to do anything but alert you. They're not going to attack or, you know, they're pet. They're like little dogs. Oh, like, my, that's the new popular if thing. Someone, if someone in, was an intruder and they just pet my dog, he would just become their best friend. Yeah, coming with a little kibbles yeah. and bits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, ooh, you got to play with me? Tim uh, who? Yeah. <laughs> his stuff's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, his, uh, his suit from his wedding is in the closet on the left-hand side. <laughs> <laughs> his watch is next to his bed. Oh, Go take awesome. it. That's Go play awesome. with me. Um, what were we talking about? Heat in Las Vegas. Yeah. It's 74-53. Steph, Th- uh, Steph Thompson. Clay Thompson uh, just hit another three. Let's look at tomorrow night real quickly. So you're looking at a big old line. Eight and a half. Here at Circa. Did it go down? Wasn't it nine last night? It was night? nine last night. Yes. It's kind of been, well, at circuits, it's stayed steady at eight and a half. There's been some nines out there. I don't know if we ever got nine and a half. Again, outside of game three, which kind of came out of nowhere, the spread hadn't really mattered. Well, the, you yeah. had to be on the right side. I just, I look at Boston and I feel like, I feel like the heat has, has run out of gas. I don't know if they ran Jimmy out of gas. Butler, I just Jimmy don't Butler think doesn't built. have that explosivity. They're not built to be a NBA title team, in my opinion. Not in the modern NBA. Like, who's their superstar? Butler. Like, the NBA, don't, I mean, the Heat doesn't really have one player that you feel like, okay, we got to double him. And Butler's getting better, and Butler's a really, really good player. But in my opinion, when I'm looking at what the constitution of a current NBA championship team looks like Jimmy Butler's the second or third best player on that team, not the first. And it's not a knock on Jimmy Butler. I mean, he's a really, really good basketball player. But when you look at the teams that have won, he's not Giannis. He's not KD. He's not Steph and Clayton when they were really rolling. He's not LeBron. You know, he's not Kawhi. You know, when you look at the recent NBA champions, they've had like that one transcendent player and then guys on the team that were really, really good. And Miami doesn't have that. So they have to get Bam Adebayo to go for 30 to really play well. You know, they got to get Kyle Lowry to kind of channel, you know, his. Toronto days. Yeah, Toronto he, days. He was horrendous. You know, yesterday. I mean, so like they're asking guys. Then you got the guys off the bench. And I mean, Hero and those guys, they're good players. But I mean, I'm not going to be upset if Hero don't go for 30, you know, in a closeout game in the playoffs. You know, that's just not what kind of player he is currently. So. I've thought from before the playoffs that Miami was a really, really excellent regular season team. I didn't think they were going to be able to get over the hump and, and become a championship team, not as they're currently constructed, and it looks like I was right. Yeah. Um, but we'll find out tomorrow. I love Boston tomorrow, by the way. Uh, Tyler Hero upgraded to questionable. Yeah. Um, I just want to see you wear Kyle Lowry, game. Max Struss, P.J. Tucker, and Gabe Vincent all uh, questionable as well. You said you love Boston? Yeah, I love Boston tomorrow. I'm not going to play it, though. It's a big old number. Uh, and I don't think the number's so big sh- enough. So I, sh- I think Boston wins by 15 or more, but I just, I'll, I'll leave it alone. It, it, it's better stuff to me on the on the menu tomorrow. So Shot Quality uh, is, a, is a website we reference a bunch, and I know JVT references it a lot in his write-ups. I did it 
uh, a bunch during the NCAA tournament. Good work. Uh, follow them on Twitter. So their projected score of last night's game was 99-91 Boston. The actual score was 93-80. to So there, there will likely be some improvement uh, have they come out with what their projected score for tomorrow is? <laughs> It'd be nice to know that, wouldn't it? Right. Oh, they didn't put it out before. No, it's so behind what, a paywall. So what? No, no, no. Oh. So they don't do. They're not like Ken Palm, who projects games. They just look. They analyze games and they pro- tell you what, based off of the shots that they put up compared to all of their season data, what they should have had mm-hmm. on the night. Gotcha. If that makes sense. So, so they thought if Miami shoots their regular. They lose 99-91. Correct. Gotcha. Yep. 7 of 45 from 3. Jimmy Butler was horrendous, but Jimmy Butler just looks banged up. Jason Tatum also didn't also The thing with Miami well. is they're so dependent upon Boston not playing well. If Boston plays their best game, I don't think Miami can beat them no matter what they do. Boston had 10 turnovers in the first half. They trailed at halftime, had 5 in the second half, and ran away with it. I think it's simple as that, Sean. Yep. They don't turn the ball over. They win, and they cover. More on this game later in the show. Our good friend George Shahuri from Pro Football Focus. He's next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsible it is an icap here on vsin and who would have thunk it sean the one game that goes under in the first period is the flames oilers because the rangers and one Haynes are yeah. actually one to one so yeah. uh, it is one nothing flames after the first period uh as they're trying to stave off elimination down three games to one uh the beatdowns and the blowouts continue it is 83 to 62 warriors right now clay thompson has now seven three-pointers in this game. Once again, that's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Uh, We talked to his partner in crime yesterday on the show, Eric Eager, and now we bring in the other half of the PFF Forecast podcast for Pro Football Focus, and that is George Shahuri. Last time we saw him, he was sitting here in studio with us, so he's on the phone live from the great city of Cincinnati. Um, George, let me start with this, because you do have your quarterback tier rankings, and I want to get to that, but Mr. Eager was trying to convince our listeners to take their taxed, hard-earned income and put it on the Jaguars to win the AFC South. What kind of crazy prediction do you have for our listeners? Because, you know, once again, Eric trying to tell our listeners, hey, go bet the Jags. That is, that is I mean, look, let me say this. It's getting more sane. That's the incredible thing. Because last year, last year he was parading around in a, in a Zach Wilson Jets jersey. So, and and wouldn't take it off. Like really stayed, stayed true to his early belief that the Jets would uh, would figure it out. And as he likes to say, he's never wrong, just early. <laughs> uh, which uh, 
ultimately is uh, is generally right. Um, I, look, I think the reasoning around betting the Jags to win the division is sound because of the price that you're getting. You know, if you're going to bet them to go over, you're getting, you know, about even money. I'm sure he explained this, right? And it's like either Trevor Lawrence is going to figure it out and he, you know, was held back by the insanity that was Urban Meyer or he stinks. But if he is good, then he's the best quarterback in that division and it ain't close, you know? And so then they're, then they've got a chance to win that division, win it pretty handily. Um, the, the craziest thing that I think I am willing to put my money on taxed or untaxed, uh, is the, the Detroit Lions. Mm. Now the Lions don't have Trevor Lawrence, but they do have a quarterback who, you know, former number one overall pick. Now I know Jared Goff has his issues, but I, he's not that bad and they have acquired a lot of talent and that division is not good. They're not good. Okay. The, the Minnesota Vikings do not have a lot of talent. They're spending a lot of money on a quarterback that is middle of the pack and the green Bay Packers. They're certainly the class of that division. No doubt about it, but they don't have Devontae Adams anymore. And they are an Aaron Rodgers snafu away from you know, d- disaster. So you you look at who would potentially take that mantle. Oh, let me tell you who it ain't. It ain't the Bears. And if all you have to do is overcome the Vikings, you know, that's a, that's a bet I'd like to make. So I- I'm here to ride with Dan Campbell. Let me remind everyone, I believe he went 11 and 6 against the spread last year. Um, so as betting men, I think we have to, to honor that a little bit. Uh, okay, George, let me go back and address what you said. Did you forget Matt Ryan is in Indy? Oh, come on. I mean. I love Matt. I love Matt Ryan. But, like, if, if Trevor Lawrence is good next year, being better than Matt Ryan is not going to be that high of a hurdle. I mean, what, what do you mean Ryan, good? When you say good, like, what, what does, like, describe what does good look like? Okay. Well, I think we saw, you know, and I'm not going to predict that this is the average that you know that uh, this is the expectation but a former number one overall pick in his second year with you know finally a few pieces coming together for him uh that's what joe burrow had last year you know so if you're thinking about who could make that kind of a leap i do think that trevor lawrence is the person with the best chance so for instance if he threw for 4500 yards 26 touchdowns 11 touchdowns that'd be pretty good I mean, that would be fine. I think he can – look, I think he – we forget how good Trevor Lawrence was in college because how terrible it was last year and how, you know, much of a joke that um, that, that whole coaching staff was. But look at Joe Burrow, you know, in his rookie season. It wasn't – there's some ups and downs. He had a few good games. Last year, really the only problem for him – was taking sacks. And I actually think, you know, with Trevor Lawrence, he has a little bit more mobility. I think that he could leverage that maybe in an offensive scheme that isn't completely ridiculous. But, um, man, I, I don't think it's it's too ridiculous to be like this guy could put up, you know, close to Joe Burrow numbers if things kind of connect for, for that team. And I guess my, my, my pushback is more so Joe Burrow put up those numbers, but 
I mean, they got one of the top, you know, four wide receiver units in the National Football League. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk is his number one wide receiver. Like the Bengals starting running back is a pro bowler. They're going to be looking at Travis Etienne coming off of major surgery and James Robinson. I just don't know that the pieces around Trevor are conducive to him having like a, a huge statistical year, even if they're good. Like my, I guess, positivity regarding Jacksonville is more so their front seven. If Trayvon Walker is as good as I think and Devin Lloyd, now you add those guys with Josh Allen, I'm probably more bullish about that young group than I am on where they are from a personnel standpoint around Trevor. I Well, look, I would have, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the receiver signings are curious. Now, I will say this, okay? They overpaid for Christian Kirk egregiously. And, but, but, but they have a lot of receivers. <laughs> I guess this is the, the, this is the um, positivity, you know, uh, of the, this view, right? Which is like, they don't have any stud receivers. But they have a lot of decent to good receivers. And in today's NFL, that depth is certainly important. I don't, you make a very good point. They do not have a Jamar Chase. No doubt about it. Um, that, that's for sure. But, um, but that doesn't mean that they can't have with a competent offense and a good quarterback. I'm not saying he has to be Joe Burrow, but I'm saying, you know, if he gets close to that, he's the best quarterback in that, in that division. And I agree with you. Their, their defensive pieces improved dramatically. I mean, they've improved a lot and they don't, you know, they don't face the brunt of that Christian Kirk contract like a team with an, with a veteran quarterback would. Right. So we think of it as like, a really horrible signing and it, it was, but like the only, I mean, at least they're not, you know, paying a quarterback $40 million yet. And to your other point, I actually probably agree more with you about Detroit simply because I think Detroit has more talent than Jacksonville on offense. I think Jared Goff is a better quarterback until, uh, uh, I think he's a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence until proven otherwise. He did lead a team to a Super Bowl, DeAndre Swift is better than any running back that they have in Jacksonville. I think the Detroit receiving core is going to revolve around when Jamison Williams comes, comes back and is he full speed because I think he has a chance to be a special player. Hawkinson is a really good tight end. Any team under Dan Campbell I think is going to be really good on defense. And regarding the other teams, I think Minnesota's probably the most talented on offense, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers meshes well with young receivers. I love Christian Watson, but – you know, I just don't know if year one with Christian and Aaron is going to run smoothly. And we saw what the rest of that group was like as far as how much or how little Aaron believed in them. So I think you might be on to something with Detroit. I just need more than seven to one to pick the Jags AFC South. And, and George, let me just jump in there real quickly uh, because we only got a minute before we let you run. You have Aaron Rodgers. You did a tiered quarterback in your second tier of QBs. I got to get this explanation here. That's where uh, it belongs. Here in the final 50 seconds. Yes, the two-time reigning MVP. Here, here, was, here, here it was. The tier one are aliens that no matter what happens around them, you never lose faith. And while Aaron Rodgers in most situations is an alien, in the playoffs, it just hasn't been the case of late. It just hasn't. You know, he beats the Bears every time. But when it's not the Bears and the team is not performing well around them, it ain't awesome. And and to Sean's point, like I agree, like Jameson Williams is awesome, like he's great. Christian Watson is your wide receiver one. I'm worried. 
Yeah. And I'll say this. I like the tiers. You got to move Josh Allen to two and bump Russ and Stafford up to two and just leave tier one, Brady and uh, Mahomes. All right. We got we to gotta run here. Great stuff, George. George, as always, we appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, appreciate you both. Be well. All right. We'll talk uh, a little bit more about those tiers on the other side. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at vcin.com, and subscribers will have access to all of it. That includes Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, his best bets, all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice, plus plenty of thoughts on the NFL, college football, UFC. If you want the full vcin experience, which features a daily best bets email, Every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of the betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want. The cost, only $39 for a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, vcin.com slash summer. Well, 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 Mr. King. Well, 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 absolutely. We've got ourselves a a little bit of a basketball game here. We do. I don't want to jinx it. 14-0 run for the Dallas Mavericks, and they have cut this thing down to single digits, 92 to 83 with 40 seconds to go in the third quarter, and the Mavs have the ball. They do. So this has uh, been quite the turn of events, quite a third quarter here, and uh, we will see if the Golden State Warriors can hold on or if Luka can pull uh, another rabbit out of his hat in a uh, elimination game. I believe he has 10 points here in this third quarter. i got to double-check that, but... Uh, yeah, a 14-0 run for the Mavs, and Luka heating up a little bit, making things a little interesting. Yes, he is. Luka with that old man speed. Oh, uh, 14 points. Okay, so it was six points in the first quarter, mm-hmm. 14 here since. Uh, so, you know, your, uh, your overs for the game, not done yet. 34 and a half is uh, where uh, his over-under was uh, sitting at heading into this game. And uh, he's now with 21 points as he's at the free throw line and uh, cutting into the deficit a little bit more. We're keeping an eye on Sean's Brewers uh, tonight. Uh, they would close out, what, a three-legger for you? Yeah, yeah. Right. Top of the ninth. They're up 4-3. Uh, 3-2 count, man on the plate. And uh, he struck out. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I think your favorite player is coming up next, Andrew McCutcheon. Does he hit in the four-hole? No, yeah, maybe it's not. It's the fourth. It's the, 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 yeah, they just struck yeah. out Christian Yelich. Uh, the 15-0 run is now over for the Mavericks. But this is a win. You, you, your coach at halftime said, hey, guys, one possession at a time. Let's get it back to manageable to begin the fourth. They have the ball. Luka just shot a three from outside the arena. Almost uh, got it. Yeah, they're down 10 going into the fourth. What was the halftime? They were down uh, 17. Okay, so they won by seven. Yep. Well, if you bet the Mavs plus the points, if they win the fourth quarter by seven, at least they cover. Yep, for sure. 94-84. Uh, pre-flop line closed at seven. So uh, if you caught uh, were catch, or take, took the seven, easy for me to say, uh, you would be uh, sitting with that. So uh, Sean needing some uh, 
some closing. I need three outs. Three outs of the Brewers. Three outs and no runs. And then Calgary and Edmonton, one nothing. That one early in the second period, uh, out in uh, up in Alberta. Um, Alberta. How far are Edmonton and Calgary as cities? Do you know? I mean, you could have asked me like during the break. I, I mean, because I guess they're I both sounded, in the provinces. Really smart. Their provinces in Canada, right? So they're both in the. They're Alberta. both in Alberta. Three hours. I got you. Okay. Not too bad. Yeah, ain't bad. Like Vegas to L.A. kind of. Need closer. Yeah. I wish I could. I mean, I mean, there might be some people who can get to L.A. And, it's about four hours. Yeah. 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 The time you. I drove to uh to L.A. was about four hours. So. All right. Well, let's go, Brewers. Uh, no hater tonight, closing the game out. Hopefully, we'll see who they're going to bring in. Hopefully, they can get the job done. Both for the Brewers. Yep. Got a fourth quarter coming up. Your current live line uh, in this game as it is a 10-point game after three quarters, 94 to 84. Your current live line, Warriors minus 9.5. So, Mavericks a half-point favorite in the fourth quarter. I want to get back to uh, a little discussion there with George Shrahuri. I, I thought there was a bunch of things we could pick out. I, I want to focus on the NFC North. Mm-hmm. So George said it may not be the craziest thing to look into the Detroit Lions. I think it. I think it's a little crazy to think that they could win the division. I understand when we talk to George and we talk to Eric and folks from Pro Football Focus, right? They're very numbers-based. So they look at the odds of the Lions to win the division, and they see it's at, you know, I think it's 10 to 1. Okay, that's, what, 10% of the time. Is there a more, is there a better chance in 10 that the Lions win the NFC North? And I think that's where their mindset is. So when you look at, oh, Josh Hader is back. He's uh, back with the team. Come on, big dog. There uh, you go. Absolutely. Pride of Anne Arundel County, yeah, Maryland. And he motivated. Prayers oh. out to him and his family. I know I think uh, wife was dealing with something with a pregnancy or something. So prayers and all that um, turns out good. But I hear you. When I look at the Lions. When I look at that, Tim, <sighs> it's more value on the Lions than it is the Bears. Oh, for sure. Right. I, I totally so you're going to make me pick. My thing is Minnesota's pretty darn good on offense. And maybe a fresh voice in the building now. They do have uh, Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell, who's coming off of winning the Super Bowl. You know, some of that energy, some of that confidence, you know, to kind of mix up. I think they, Zimmer had gotten stale. I think Mike Zimmer's a good coach. I think he had gotten stale. Maybe that new energy in the building makes Minnesota a better team. So I'm trying to figure out a way, if I'm going to bet Detroit, not to win their uh, win, not to go over their win total, but to win the actual division. Okay, I've got to talk myself into what happens with Minnesota and Green Bay. So it's more than a, I believe in Detroit. I think they've gotten better. It's, okay, to win the division. Okay, who do they have to finish in front of? And so that's where I go back to Minnesota's still going to line up week one, barring injury with uh, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Darn good, you know, group of players. And Green Bay still got Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones. They're still going to be really good on the defensive side of the football. So, I mean, it is... Let me let me pose this thought to you for the NFC North. Mm-hmm. I know that you have your questions in the Green Bay Packers. They are the rightful odds-on favorite to win this division, mm-hmm. but they lost Devontae Adams. I think they've made some really uh, good um, improvements defensively, but, you know, in an offensive-driven league led by a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, you would like to have a Devontae Adams type uh, playing wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So what about this? And I'm not saying do this. I'm just saying, look, we're talking it out here about the NFC North. Okay. Vikings are plus 275. We both believe Bears have no shot to win the division. Right, none. Throw them out. What if we did, we'll just use $100 as a unit, just for easiness. A unit on the Vikings to win the division. Mm-hmm and then a half unit on the Lions. So kind of like what you do with horse racing, you're trying right. to throw it out. Right. So let's say the Vikings win, you're netting $225, right. which would be over two units. And if the Lions were to win, you would net four units because you would take the 100 away from the Vikings and you would net five, you would bring home $500 with a $50 bet of 10 to 1 and then subtract the 100. Would you be interested in that? No. Not going as hard on the Lions. Are you so what's no, your because pause? if I think it's the if it's the Vikings, I'd rather put the whole one fifty on the Vikings. Okay, yeah, I just can't talk myself into the Lions. I could talk myself into the Lions going over six and a half wins. Yeah. The Lions. The interesting thing about the Lions schedule this year, and we had Warren Sharp on last week. I thought this was really fascinating. He does that whole um, um, breakdown of rest advantage. Mm-hmm. The Lions are plus eleven. They have zero games this year where they don't have a rest advantage, or they're at a rest disadvantage, Sean. The only game they play on a short schedule is Thanksgiving, and they play the Buffalo Bills, who are also on a short week, too. Every single game, and as a former player, I'm curious to get your thought. Every single game for the Detroit Lions, Sean, is at 1 o'clock Eastern this year. Yeah, that's fine. Except for Thanksgiving, which I think is like noon. Yeah, that's does that is that no beneficial? Doesn't impact it at all. Really? Yeah, no. Because you got most times six days between games. You play on the seventh day. Uh, every now and then you might play on the fifth day, but you, it, it's it's not like you play the night before and you have to play at one, you know, twenty times the following day during the NBA or baseball season. Like my issue with the Lions and picking them to win until Jamison Williams gets healthy. And I'm just going to go out and say, okay, Detroit's not going to rush Jamison Williams. They're going to take your time. Uh, I would imagine if he can come back in early October, he'll come back in early November. Like, I don't think they're going to rush him back. And without him, I mean, they're lining up Armand, Ross St. Brown, DJ Shark, Quintez, Cephas. Like, it's not like they're sitting there, you know, with a bunch of studs at wide receiver. Do you have TJ Hawkinson? Yes. Uh, Do you have... DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah. 
I think they go over their win total at six. I and agree half. with that. Now you could sell me on that. I definitely think they go over their win total at six and a half. All right, we'll see if Sean's Brewers can close it out here. We'll also talk to uh, Jamie and Christian, get his thoughts on some NBA draft prospects and Celtics Heat. We'll do that next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 